Welcome to the Blister Podcast, a program dedicated to interesting people, the great outdoors, and a bunch of other stuff we like. I'm Jonathan Ellsworth, the founder of Blister, and you can check out everything we're doing and reviewing over at blisterreview.com. It is hard to imagine somebody who loves skiing more than Tyler Curl. And Tyler also happens to be one very hard-charging and versatile skier who has already appeared in Matchstick production films and Teton Gravity research movies. So for our latest installment of our up-and-coming series, Tyler came out to Crested Butte and we sat down in Blister HQ to talk about growing up skiing at Mount Rose, starting to help out at Moment Skis at the ripe old age of 12, We talk about Tyler's favorite skis, skiers, and ski movies of all time, and a whole lot more. And it's also worth noting that Moment Ski's CEO, Luke Jacobson, was also sitting in Blister HQ when I was talking to Tyler, and despite the fact that Luke said he'd just sit there and be quiet, he started sending me some text messages, a few of which may or may not have influenced some of my questions. And finally, I am sorry to say that we had a few issues with the audio, and yes, of course, those issues were my fault. And so while our terrific audio producer, Luke Alley, was able to get the sound really quite good, things are going to sound a bit different than they normally do. And with that, let's go ahead and get to my conversation with Tyler Curl. Well, here we are with Tyler Curl in Blister HQ. Welcome. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's good having you here. And uh, this conversation has probably been too long in, in coming, so I'm glad we're doing this. First question, do you remember when we first met in person? Probably gonna say. Yeah, I think. but I was trying to remember the, the very first time, it was definitely SIA, but in my recollection, it wasn't actually at like the floor. Karaoke? Oh. Had we yeah, was cool. that the Probably. first time? Yeah. Because yeah. my in my in my head, we I don't know, maybe if anything, we maybe met briefly on the floor or something, but it, I felt like it was like at karaoke. That's like our main our main goal day. Yeah. That's where we shine too. That's it is where you shine. Do you have a go to what's your go to karaoke song at the moment? Um, we've been doing Fat Bottom, or I've been doing Fat Bottom Grills by Queen, and then I think last year we did like a bunch of like Blink-182 stuff, but we showed up late or something, because we always do, used to be Armada Icelandic Moment, um, and we'd all do like a karaoke competition, but Armada's been kind of lame recently, they don't show up, but Icelandic, we're like really, really tight with them, so we do like our crew versus their crew. And I think last year, like, they had, like, more people. So, like, they obviously won, but we all sang Bohemian Rhapsody. And I was the vocals on that. And, uh, like, that was, a, that was a good cut, too, for the group. Yeah, you, yeah. you brought it that day? Yeah. I had long hair, too, so I was, like, flipping it. And I think we all, like, took our shirts off or something. So Yeah. Good stuff. Good brand representation. Yeah. At a shitty karaoke bar. <laughs> we, were, we were just talking a minute ago about the fact that in... And a thing that's difficult for me to like, kind of really wrap my head around all of this, I'm a big fan of you, I'm a big fan of Luke Kappa, despite the fact <laughs> that 
you two are both into skinny jeans, long hair, and anoraks. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what to do. All good things. Yeah. Okay. I, I'd like to say that that shows my like flexibility and open-mindedness that I wouldn't yeah, you know, totally. I refuse to talk to either of you uh, on those grounds, even though, you know, so, but I, I, it is nice that you two share those things in common. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah. I respect that. But. Did you, is that like mostly what you and Luke talked about last night as we were eating pizza at like 1030 at night? Kind of. And Mons Royal underwear. Yeah? Yeah. Because I was just like, I'm like, have you reviewed this? He's like, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. yeah, it's cool too. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, what about like the new one? Like, I just got new underwear. He's like, dude, I have those too. They're like the best. Okay, so, so basically, you and Luke Kappa have most everything in common. That's yeah. where we are. Okay. Um, so. Okay, let's <laughs> talk a bit about your background. Where did you grow up? I grew up in Reno, Nevada, and um, did, right. you, did you know it's not pronounced Nevada? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to make sure you yeah. were clear on that. Locals, or cooks only know locals. Um, yes, we're in Nevada, and um, either before I was born, like right when I was born, both my parents worked at Mount Rose Ski Resort. My dad eventually um, got a job in construction, but my mom has been at the resort for, she still works there today, so um, hmm. 20 years. Wow. Um, yeah, so when I was like one, I think she got the job there. So. She's been there and that was like daycare and the only thing I knew and like all that kind of stuff. So like, and both my parents are like shredders too. So they like both love to ski. So um, like right when they could, they took me up on the hill. So I was like one of those like two year old kids like skiing. So like, I don't remember not skiing or anything like that. So um, yeah, that's where I like grew up and all that kind of stuff. You don't remember not skiing. Yeah. Yeah. Which is cool. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's a good thing. Chuck, I think that's a really, really interesting story. <laughs> okay, so Luke Jacobson is in the corner texting him uh, questions to ask me. No, I got uh, my, my father, I'll get into this because a lot of people are, uh, my first name is Charles because my dad's first name is Charles and when he had me, he, he's from New Zealand and he, uh, he, he was a he wasn't a legal immigrant yet. He was doing like his paperwork and stuff, and he thought that if he had a kid with the same name as him, that that would help out for like citizenship. So my parents named me Charles Tyler Curl, and they have only ever called me Tyler. But like all growing up, like every teacher like calls me Charles, and I'm like, oh, like it's actually Tyler. And then no one really cares until until this dude Fossey came to moment, and now he like calls him Chuck and Tyler. So, um, that's, yeah. Bossa. That's that, guy's the, that, that guy's the worst, right? Yeah, it really is. Now, we've, there's been a lot of really polite, nice things said about Fossa in like the last 24 hours. So I yeah, feel like we should, all of it. Yeah, yeah, we should throw in a dig, I think. Totally. He's <laughs> at least one. Um, so basically, I should call you Chucky Curly is what I'm deriving exactly. from. Exactly. Yeah. That's actually my preferred name. Does any, do other people are the other people tempted to call you curly like I am, or uh, do you get that much, or mostly just Chuck? I mean, I think if you read it, like I would think it was curly, yeah. but yeah, silent E apparently. What's the what's what's the ethnicity for the curl silent E? No clue. Okay. I don't think my dad. My dad's like I'm not. Your dad like, had very clear thoughts about the like yeah Chuck yeah. and Chuck, 
but yeah. he, he doesn't have very, no, very you're, you're European something moved to New Zealand and yeah. Okay. I don't, I don't even think he's too clear on it. But okay. Yeah. We should ask him. Tell him that I. Yeah. See, he'd, he's, be, he'd be great to be on the podcast, dude. Yeah. Be all of it. So. He's got all some of things to knowledge and yeah, all that. <laughs> okay. This might need to happen. Um, so. You grew up skiing at yep. Mount Rose. Yep. Don't really remember life before skiing. When did you start kind of meeting famous skiers? And were, were any of them hanging out around Mount Rose or was this when you started? So, I didn't meet like famous skiers. Like, so we'd have um, the Warren Miller movie every year. And that's like where I, we were talking like, about how like uh, posters, or yeah, I still do, but posters of like skiers and stuff. So every year I would meet them. And back then it was like huge. So it'd be like, like Cody Townsend, like Michelle Parker, and like when they were like kind of starting their careers. So you'd see all of them, but then, um, like to me, who were like the insane guys, were like I'm sure like will lead into moments stuff like that. But there were guys at Mount Rose who like they weren't always there, but um, like they did competitions and yeah. stuff, and they all had like these like square tip uh, tip skis, and they would like duck ropes and backflip off everything, and like get in trouble with patrol, and like just they were the shit. And I was like, I those guys are like the best thing ever, like those like the pros to me, like I want to like be like them, like a lock and shit. So they were, it's like probably the first introductory. And then, um, yeah, not yet, like until I moved to squat, like not really too much crazy stuff. Yeah. As like a pro athlete. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Who's the first pro skier you met? Um, or we can do the question, who's the first pro skier you started to get to know a bit? Met, that is probably iconic, would be McConkie. <laughs> but also like... We'll accept that answer. Yeah, but also like I had no idea. But my, like my buddy Colton still has a poster in his room, like that McConkie signed and stuff. And uh, like I was like there for that stuff too, but like we had, we had no idea like who like McConkie was at the time or anything like that. So, like, it's like probably like pretty iconic. Um, <laughs> pretty and iconic. then like my like the coolest pro to me it was like Parker White because he was just, I was like like probably like fanned out or something. I'm like oh like I'm a huge fan. He was like such a cool guy. And then um, I like see him and like Wendell's and stuff and like that. I like that was probably like cool for me because I was like oh like your movie parts with the shit like a, all like all that kind of stuff. But um. There haven't been, I think it's a while they're used, because I, I see they're not, there used to be like pros, like left and right, I'm sure, and like that caliber of skiing, but since I've been there, they're like really not there. Like, so I think it's kind of absent, but there's also like a cool up and coming group of skiers that are pretty fucking rad that um, are like cooler than all the pros or whatever, that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, so like nothing too crazy in Tahoe, I don't okay. think, for like that, that kind of stuff. Let's. Go back to uh, you mentioned posters of skiers on the wall. Yep. Who did you have up? Who do you still have up? I had Seth Morrison. I still have Seth Morrison. <laughs> um, I think I've had posters of Cody. I saw posters of Cody, Townsend, and who else do I have? A lot of pictures I think are cool. Yeah. Up. Like yeah. Joffrey uh, Paulette Villard, he's like 
a ripping pipe skier and he doesn't really compete or anything anymore, but he like wears all black, has long black hair and like listens to metal and I still have like posters of him on the wall because I'm like, you're the fucking man. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, yeah, that's really like what it comes to mind right away, I think. Okay. Maybe if like I rip the cover off that virus guide, yeah, send, yeah, send that back out there too. <laughs> Can I get a shot of that, like just yeah. duct tape? I like the back cover better. It does <laughs> Of course you do. It doesn't have to be like a prominent spot in your room. Like it could be behind the door kind of yeah. a thing, but like I feel like that me. Yeah. <laughs> I could get I could get a shot of myself up somewhere in, in the room. Be, I'd kind of have arrived. Totally. <laughs> um, I heard Dash Long. Yeah, 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 we're talking about him. I like, it's kind of funny because we're just talking about how um, his new edit or movie, whatever, dropped. And I was like, a big fan of that. And then I also had posters of him when I was like a little, little kid. Like, that's like one of the first ones I remember. Nice. Yeah, that one's cool. Other sports. Well, first of all, how old are you now? 21. Okay. Other sports coming up. So you're skiing from um, the earliest days. What else, what else were you into as a kid? Soccer as a little kid. And then football, wrestling, and then um, I kind of transitioned out of football in high school because like the coaches were assholes, and I played lacrosse a little bit when I was younger too. And then all those coaches were really cool, mm -hmm. and they were okay with me skiing and being on a lot for skiing. So I did that through high school, and that was really fun. And then um, skateboarding, I don't know where that came in, but a lot of that too. Mm -hmm. And mountain biking. Yeah. Okay. That's all. Skating and mountain biking. What were you doing first? Mm, mountain biking, but not at like a good level. I'd say they were both like pretty casual. Because where I lived, I was like off dirt road, and my dad was in the big mountain biking. So we um, would always go like trail riding and stuff like that. And then he also like built me a like a little half pipe. So around the same time. So I'd like always be skating and stuff too. And are you still skating much or riding much, biking these days? Yeah. I'm a better skateboarder than mountain biker, I think. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, still mediocre at both, but yeah. a little bit more passionate about skateboarding. I've got a lot of questions here from like your new kindred spirit, Luke Kappa. All right. Um, and these are some pretty good ones. What does the Moment Factory smell like? It's got a smell, for sure. Um, it depends where you are. Wood rims like wood, and this guy Billy smells like Billy, and uh, or just hot wax. Because yeah, we have wax burning all the time. I don't really know why Luke wanted to know the answer to that, but yeah, no, it's got a distinct smell though, for sure. Okay. Um, speaking of Moment, when did you? get hooked up or start hanging around with them? What's the story there? Because this so, has been kind of a long relationship. Yeah, so I have an answer. I thought about it. On my 12th, because I'm almost like, I don't know. It, on my 12th birthday, I got a pair of moments that my mom got through this guy, Dane, who was a rep and worked at the, at work that moment. Um, so got a pair of 12 and then, um, started interning that year helping that guy Dane out at like demos and stuff as a 12 year old yeah so we'd go to like whatever resorts around Tahoe and set up like a demo tent and I did that for two years and then my when I was 13 
Um, so seventh grade ended going into eighth grade summer. That was my first summer interning at the factory. So actually doing factory stuff. And here I am. <laughs> so what did you start off doing at the factory? Um, the finishing process, which is like the thing you really can't screw up. <laughs> um, and it's just uh, kind of inspecting the final process of the skis and um, wrapping them up and like, putting them into boxes. So no, um, not like building them or doing any substantial work, I'd say, but more just like an inspection, kind of like an overview and um, some like, like detuning the edges and stuff. Mm -hmm. So nothing too crazy. And then what are you doing these days at the moment? Um, I don't really think I have an assigned job. I'm kind of a floater. So I go to wherever. I also don't work full time because I'm in school too. So I kind of go wherever I'm needed. So that could be still in finishing, still in the packaging stuff. Or it could be um, helping in the wood room or um, usually in the grind room. And some little bit of marketing stuff too. What are you studying these days? Marketing. Studying marketing. And in fact, while we were doing a speaker series talk last night, you were like taking a test. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you <laughs> made it back in though in time, yeah, to ask, yeah. in time to ask about cookies. Totally. So that was good. How's the marketing studying going? Are you learning cool things? What's yeah, the most cool. interesting thing you've learned? It's kind of funny because I feel like moment is like also college. So like, yeah, literally everything I learn, I can be like, oh, that's like this, yeah. or like this is like, you know, so I can really compare everything in the moment. Um, kind of all of it, I don't know, it, it depends on the day, or like the topic or the class or anything like that. Um, I think just like industry patterns and buyer preferences and all that kind of stuff, which like sounds super boring, but when you apply it to like skis, you're kind of like, oh shit, like that's kind of interesting. Mm -hmm. So like stuff like that. Another question from Luke Kappa, um, is everyone at moment required to wear black at all times? Yes. Okay. <laughs> worst, worst injury you've ever had? I got a really bad, I thought I tore something in my knee and my friend's dad is actually like an orthopedic surgeon and if I had gone to him sooner he like would have given, he would have known right away but because I waited like a day it was so swollen and couldn't tell until I got an MRI but he thought I tore something in my knee and it turned out to be just a really bad bone bruise on my femur wow. but that um, like still hurts and that took a while to heal. And then I like blew out the cartilage on my hip. That one also sucked. When was that? Two years ago. How's that doing? It hurts when it, um, when the storm's coming in. <laughs> but yeah, that's okay now. It's better now. Huh. I mean, all things considered, I'd say that's not terrible. Yeah. If anybody's sort of yeah. seen you ski and like, yeah. I like to think so. Yeah. Um, or stuff will happen eventually. But. <laughs> Favorite ski movie of all time? The Ordinary Skier. I think. Yep. You're just debating if you want to go with that for number one. I think. Because, like, McConkie's like a documentary. Oh, actually, no. Sunny give me, from. Give me level your podium. We'll, we'll make it a little less pressure on the number Sunny one. Sunny from level one because I watched that a million times. Mutiny from Stepped. I still try to ski urban, but not as much. Um, 
It's because I like other types of skiing better. And we also don't get a lot of time in the city all the time. But yeah, Mutiny by Steph was fucking insane. And yeah, Ordinary Skier. Okay. Those are three. Yeah. Cool. Well done. You even got the number right. Thank you. Favorite ski edit? Short video? Um, the Sean Pettit Attack of La Nina re-edit. Okay. That was a real good film. Yeah. Because I always talked about, I always like to talk about Kirillovson's pillow segment in that film. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, it's like an eight minute long re-edit and it just had it like crushing it on every cool line ever. Or the Bella Coola segment from Into the Mind with Kai and Callum and yeah. JP just fucking crushing that. Yeah. That is also up there. Uh, from Luke Kappa, what Fiddler song best describes you as a person? Stoked and broke. <laughs> I'm not even sure we need an explanation. <laughs> okay. Or um, cheap beer. Cheap beer is really cool. Yeah, that, yeah, both of those. If I were to pick two. Fiddler. We're in yeah. the Fiddler. Yep. Fiddler. I say Fiddler. Okay. I also say Curly. Yeah, that's okay. Um, what do you want to say about Fiddler? Punk rock music is cool. I like it a do lot. Do you also have to say that? Is it a moment employee? Yeah, and metal. Those okay. are the two requirements. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. Okay. Good, good skiing music. Good skiing music. What line or trick or descent are you most proud of? Um, probably every time I do Eagle's Nest and I don't die. Oh, actually claiming here, yeah. Um, I, one time my buddy was on the chairlift and he's like, I was going up the chairlift with like an old squat coach. My other buddy, Josh, he flipped the fingers, which is um, like right below the KT chairlift. It's like a prominent cliff area. He's like, fuck you, I just flipped the fingers. I was like, ah, shit, like now I gotta go do that. And I did Eagle's Nest, like I mentioned before, and then I flipped the fingers and I like skied down and I was like, I don't, I'm gonna go home. Like, I don't know what else to do. <laughs> that's drop the mic. Yeah, that's claiming really hard, but that's like the, probably the most fun line I've ever had. Okay. How many times do you think you've hit Eagle's Nest? Said so I think eight. Eight. Under 10, maybe 10. Not a lot, yeah. because you, you can only hit it so many times a year. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we were just talking about it a bit earlier. We, it was fun. We sat and watched your segment from this season, and that was fun getting commentary from you and asking a lot of questions about how big exactly is that. And, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, a couple meters. <clears throat> couple meters. Track pants or jeans, which would you rather ski in? <laughs> I do ski in jeans. I bought a pair of Carhartt, like three fit. They're cool. Oh, no, I was talking to Luke about it. They're boot fit, so if I wear them right now, they look super dumb. But if I wear them like spring skiing, they look like skinny pants. Mm -hmm. So it's cool. Sick. The sickest. Um, <laughs> totally. Have you ever been on a ski that you just decided was too stiff or too burly? <laughs> The M1 is a very, very stiff moment ski, and everyone hates it, but I really, really like it. Yeah, that's what I hear. I also, like, wouldn't, I don't love that thing for everything. Yeah. It's, I wouldn't ride it every day. Yeah. 
the M1's not your favorite park ski? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just, obviously. Just, just clarifying. We yeah. need to, you know, we don't like to make it so. No, you're like they're fun for that kind of terrain and that skiing. Um, alive or dead, what band or artist would you most want to see in concert? Um, Black Sabbath, like 1972. Right? Or Hendrix. I feel like Hendrix, before you have it, would cool too. Yeah. Sabbath 1972, it's a very specific answer. Um, I think you, yeah. If we were, if we were, you know, in reviewing the reviewer, we, we assigned scores, <laughs> so that would get like an 11. That would get an 11. That sounds cool, right? <laughs> it does sound cool. How many times have you hit McConkie's, and what would you say your success rate is of not crashing? Probably like 50% I think I land it, or I just blow up. <laughs> Yeah, 50%, I think. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I'm gonna go with that. And, and then I, I think I hit it like under 10 times. It's keeping that 8-ish. Yeah, 8-ish. I could go, I could like find the videos and find the exact number, but no. We sh you should do that. <laughs> uh, we wanna see that. We here right. wanna see that at it just every, totally. every McConkie's attempt and the 50% success rate. This is, I guess, kind of what I mean by all things considered. I think the fact that your injury history seems Solid, good, we would take this. So far. So far, yeah. Favorite well-known skier? Let's say of the moment, today. Parker White. <clears throat> Favorite all time? I feel like McConkie should be everyone's answer. Mm -hmm. It's like the underlying rule. Mm -hmm. But yeah, probably like Parker, Seth. I think I just like still like love Seth now. Just like how he just like tell me when to fuck off and like just I don't know. He goes touring by himself and I I love it. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, he's still not far from here. I know. That's what I was saying. Go stop by his cabin. <laughs> we should. Um, favorite not super well known skier. Josh Dyack, even though I think he's pretty well known, he's mm. really, really badass. Because mm. I also think he's like been a badass forever, and like a Kirkwood, just like crusher. Mm -hmm. And I think he's getting exposure now, but I think he's a little bit older now, and he's been crushing it and going insane for a long time. Yeah. And Aaron McGovern, even though like he's still fucking insane, mm. even though he has is a well-known name for early Massive movies. Yeah. So for Aaron answer because he's been crushing forever or style or what he was our coach at squaw and like every i don't know he's just like the man it's like airports with him are the most like nightmarish amazing thing ever and skiing like lately he's like fucking like fucking send you like i would but you know i'm old now so like you just do it I'm like oh, fuck. okay will do <laughs> yeah, um, i like his mindset Another question from Luke Kappa. Luke's on fire today. <laughs> I remember this. Uh, somebody asked us at Blister, if the Commander 108 will make them ski like you. Luke Jacobson said to do so, that person would, quote, need to turn off their brain and have balls of steel. 
and that those features were not included with the 1819 Commander 108. So Luke Coppa wants to know, are they included with the 1920 version? Yeah, 1920, more rocker, a little bit heavier. Yeah. Yep. Moanskis.com. <laughs> Should we talk about heavier skis for a minute? Sure. Yeah. This is the part where like we might, you and I might not see eye to eye on like long hair or anoraks, that kind of thing, but we like weight and skis. Yep. We do. And um, because we like skiing and we like things that make skiing more fun, right? And better, yeah. yeah, and better. So weird um, that we would uh, have this similar uh, uh, opinion. I don't really have a question here. I just want to get it on the record that you and I are both pro weight in this. I am a Pivot 18 fan. Yeah. Which a lot of people are like, oh, like they're heavy. And I'm like, yeah, but they're awesome. <laughs> and like, I don't, I don't remember. Like when I was like in high school or something, people would like pick up like a pair of like old like governors I had with, like 18. They're like, oh, like they're heavy. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, and they're good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think heavier skis perform better for the type of riding that I like. They're usually damper, and you can charge on them more. Are you? How much touring are you doing these days? Not that much. Not that much. Yeah. So, are you are you okay with the whole like? Now, did you hear when I talked to Dash Long about his touring stuff? Yeah, no, I'm not that dumb. Okay. Like no. Okay. Yeah, we just get, we're letting everybody get clear yeah. here. So this year, I in the past I had um, or well. Even further back, I had day records, and I would like put that on whatever setup I had, and those were horrible. But we'd always like, you'd be torn to go build a jump, like it wasn't really torn to go ride. And then um, got into it more, but still not like I'm on a power day. I'm probably gonna go to the resort first. Um, and like last year, I had um, Wildcat tours with shifts, which were like pretty light. I thought that was still great, but. Um, we just got some new cast bindings that me and Luke Jacobson and some other moment guys are going to be riding. So I'm just going to be putting um, the cast set up on a mm, couple seats this year. So I'll, I'll be doing that. Yeah. And I'm also not going for like incredibly long tours either, so I'm, I'm okay with that. Yep. And I love pivots, so it'll be good. And you love pivots. You do love the pivots. Person you're most excited to watch on the FWT this year? Um, oh, yeah, oh, the FWT. I thought you meant FWQ. I was like, oh, I got some kids. Uh, Tanner Hall, yeah, generic answer. But, and Rainey, like, he's insane. He's like, just full throttle, good straight. Actually, no, I have some friends that are going on. That, um, Isaac Freeland is gonna be insane. He's a very creative skier, and his lines, like, never make sense to me, and he's gonna be really creative and he also throws down so like he'll be really fun to watch. Where do you know Isaac from? The qualifier series. Where does he live? Utah. Alright, Isaac, shout out. Yeah. Another Luke Kappa question. Would you rather be able to ski like Candide or get a million dollars? Candide. Because <laughs> then you could get a million dollars. You get more of them, yeah. Smartest person we've ever had on the podcast. Just, just oh, raising the bar, Tyler. Yeah, just raising the bar. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about skis. So what we've gleaned so far is that, as a general rule, you tend to prefer stiffer, heavier skis. Let's leave 
Well, let's not leave park out of it. If you're if you're going, if you're just doing a day of park skiing, what do you want to be on, and and how how different do you get? Right? Are you going like do you like really soft and noodly in a park, or are you still actually preferring like a bit burlier end of a park spectrum? So I've been on the PB and J, which maybe a little heavier. It's probably like mid range for that. Um, waist of ski and that kind of like PB&J 182 and it's like a stiffer ski yeah but so I really like that part um, this year I'm getting on the Franken ski mostly due to the fact that it has um, a really cool graphic with flaming palm trees and a lime scooter that's on fire and also it's noodly and buttery and all that kind of thing which in park I'm okay with um, I think that that kind of ski all around. If that ski were fatter and I would ride it like all around the mountain, I wouldn't like it. But in park, I kind of, um, if I'm on a park ski, we're usually only riding park that day. And then if we don't, we will ride other like mid mountain stuff, but we're not going too crazy. So I, um, I'm okay with a softer, more narrow ski underfoot for park. Yeah. Due to the, I like a, like around a hundred underfoot park ski. I like that width. So how much time have you spent to date on a Franken ski? Uh, I had one season on one. Okay. This year it's a it's newer and fatter though, so I haven't had a full season on this one yet. Mm -hmm. And you're you weigh about 190 pounds. How tall are you? Uh, six foot, I think. Okay. So for all mountain riding, are you usually on 188, 190s? Yeah. Yeah consistently yep. and you're never breaking out of 182 yep. e de depending on the line depending on the trick like everything you're doing is on 188 to 190 yep okay um have there been any ski ideas or prototypes that you've proposed to luke jacobson and he's turned you down is that a luke question or no. another luke question no that's a luke that's oh, a luke cop yeah a ton like the wild okay the other like three years ago, I was like, we should make a something like 108 or 106, like, ah, oh, that's dumb. And now we make the Wildcat 108, and it does very well. Yeah, I have a list of ideas like I shut down. I don't remember them all. So, yeah. <laughs> primary takeaway, Luke Jacobson should listen to you more? Probably not all the time. Select stuff. Like 10% of the ideas. Listen to you within reason. Yeah. Or just a random 50% of the time and see what happens. Yeah, because I have a lot of dumb ideas too. It definitely wouldn't work. Can um, you think of any off the top of your head? Like the M1 is a dumb ski for most people, but I still think that we should make it solid. <laughs> any honest answer, current favorite ski in the moment lineup for your skiing most days of the season? The Commander 118, because if I'm if I were to take that ski and bring one ski, that would do it. And I'm, um, I'm thinking about comp competitions here. And, and like every day too. Hypothetically speaking, let's say the Blister Pro were to get heavier. Commander 118 versus, hypothetically speaking, a heavier Blister Pro, which would you pick? Commander because of tail rocker. You want less. Yeah, I want a flat tail. Flat turd. That doesn't make any sense. If like watching 
your edits? Well, I'm, I'm mostly thinking about competition skiing and stuff here. Um, I said every day at squat. Well, I just said every day, but so I, yeah. Okay, so, so I'm, I'm more catered toward that. Um, because a, a rocker tail allows the ability to loop out better. Uh, a flatter tail means that if you lean back a little bit, you'll loop back, back so you're gonna get caught. So if it were every day at squat, I'm with my friends charging around, heavier blister, heavier wildcat, I would ride the wildcat anyway. If I am um, on something where I'm being judged and don't want to fall, I'm gonna choose a flat tail yep. over the rocker tail 100% of the time. Yep. I'm also spoiled and I like have both those skis yeah. and I can pick my days too. Yeah. So um, if like if it's a fun day at squat and it's a powder day and we're like we're all stoked, like I'm gonna go for the wildcat. Yeah. But if it's like a day after pow and it sounds a little bit firmer, um, so like some soft stuff, or we're in a competition where it's like a little bit stunt too, but like we really want to perform, then I'm gonna go with the commander. Yeah. Does that flatter tail really help when you Back slap like a mother. Yes. <laughs> Not that I've ever seen you do that. Yeah, I've never do that. Where are you mounting your Commander 118s and Wildcats? Commander is plus three, and Wildcat I think I got plus two or two point five. So from True Center Wildcat, you're at minus three and a half. Yep. Recommended line is minus six. Yep. Commander 118. Um, I'm at minus six. Backing up on that. You're at minus six from center. Yeah. On the commander. Is it minus eight? Yeah. yeah, minus eight. It's, um, the recommended is minus eight, so I go plus two. For he looks like kind of like a mad principal over in the corner. Yeah. I can't tell if he's, he's watching us. Also, to bring Fossa back into this conversation. Yeah. We had a, a competition at squad. It was like tore up and very comp down, and I wanted my commanders for that. And I had him put my um, shifts onto a pair of commanders, and I had mounted those skis, and one of them was um, two forward from recommended, and one of them was three forward from recommended. Sick. How'd that go? You I just know, yeah, I know. I mean, you've got that hip with some missing cartilage. Yeah, so it probably made up correct. Yeah, yeah, you need to correct a little bit. For but that. he came back because we could idiot like look at them like yeah. Sorry. Uh, can we talk about pain McSchlanky results? Uh, third twice in a row. Yeah? And then I was gone this past year. Yeah? Unfortunately, but... Are you gonna be back? They're not doing it anymore. They're doing the... I got second at the freeride comp, that's cool. <laughs> now they're gonna do, um... Actually, I don't know if they're doing the Snowblade race anymore. They might continue that, but they're, they are gonna continue doing an annual freeride competition. Hmm. So, that's also cool. Yeah. But I'm not sure if they're gonna keep doing the, um... Stuff like okay. But if they do keep doing it, we will 100% keep doing that. Yeah. yeah. It's the best comp all year. Huh. Give me a highlight of either of your podium finishes. Um, everyone's drunk. And the best one was like the first year because everyone was like, just like gathered around like the top where we do it. And it was like, um, it was down the mountain run run which is like just icy death everyone dies on it it's like the kind of like the center funnel for squat and someone like shot off like firecrackers and everyone thought that was like the gun to go so that was like the start 
Um, and then I, we weren't, we, we obviously were like um, racing down, but one of our buddies was up top still, and I guess patrol were like, oh shit, like they're, they're on course, like they pretty started. So that was fun. But that, that whole day is just like hilarious. Like, everyone has like a great time, everyone dresses up really funny. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Number one place you would like to ski that you have not skied yet, Alaska. Any zone in particular? I don't know if it's hit that well enough. <laughs> okay. All the stuff I see in movies. You want to ski everything you've seen in movies? Fair oh, enough. No, I think that's a fair answer. I haven't asked you about telemarking. So. Do you even tele, bro? Yeah. Um, not anymore. So, like I said earlier, both my parents are like diehard skiers. They both. So before before they had me. They were both at, they both worked at Diamond Peak, which is a resort in Tahoe, and it's like pretty mediocre and like not a lot of like ski terrain. So they both like started tele skiing, like to like make the mountain more fun. And they both continued to do that when they went to Mount Rose, and I was like, oh, like, I want to like be like my parents. So I started telling at like seven. And then I, it was like a cool way to like be different and to kind of like, like stand out at like competitions and stuff. I feel like people like kind of knew me that way. Um, and then I think I was like 14. I like I did a, a free ride comp and just like blew out of my gear and I was just like so pissed that I like went right to the moment and just like bought a pair of pivots and like put them on a pair of skis and then borrowed like my sister's racing boots and then I was like I'm gonna alpine from now on. <laughs> and everyone was everyone always made fun of me for telling and they always told me to switch over and then when I did get alpine gear everyone was like bro like why'd you quit? You're a quitter now. I'm like, well, like, uh, yeah. You whatever. shamed me into this switch, yeah. and now you shame me again. But I'm still happy with that decision. <laughs> When's the last time you tallied? The last time I, like, you have not gone back. Last fourteen. Okay. Seven years ago. Do you, maybe this is the season. Telly snowblades, maybe. Uh, Fossa does that though. Yeah. Yeah. See, Fossa. I let him get it, but he telly's good. So. Okay. Favorite trick to throw. Backflip, even though I do a lot, and people say I do too many, but backflip. Or a, a double backflip if it's like, if you landed, <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> You've landed your share, right? A couple. A couple? Yeah. Less than 10? That's been a common answer. Um, what's the, yeah, what's the over under? More. I'm not too sure. Over under 10, you're taking the over. Over. Okay. I think it's time for that one question that you probably know is coming. What's the best question I haven't asked you? Mm -hmm. If you're not going to buy moment skis, which I'm very passionate about, buy ON3P or Atlantic or something made who is made and run by really passionate skiers because I am really, I think there's a lot of cool brands right now that are coming up that are made here and the people behind them are fucking awesome. And um, I also think there's a lot of people who have their stuff made elsewhere, which doesn't mean that they aren't ripping skiers and care about it a lot, but I do think that um, given the opportunity, you should check out some stuff that like we have going on and other companies have going on. Because I also see a lot where um, companies are run by decisions not made by skiers and um, stuff along that lines that are more business oriented and stockholder decision based and I think that 
there's a lot of cool stuff going on right now, and there are a lot of skis in this room that I really like, and some that I'm like, yeah, those suck, but so check, check that out. Do your research. I think that's the thing, increasingly. My shirt says, we don't care how the hell they do it in China. And it has an eagle on it. That's just true. That is what yeah. it says on your shirt. So, yeah. That's I think, a good question. I think more than <laughs> ever, like, I'd, I'd like to believe this at least, that I think people are wanting to know a bit more about where stuff is made, how it's made, and the like. And I'm not saying that we're dialed in on that front, but I do think that at least better than it's been, mm -hmm. I have a sense. Um, yeah. People do care about this stuff and want to know. And, and you know, we get to then, everybody gets to judge for themselves, right? And um, make different calls. So. You have been heard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been fun having you here. Thank you. You're going to be back in CB? Uh, I can't rent a car, so that's hard. But I drive here, I'll probably be back in CB. You can't rent a car? Do you I have to be 24? Yeah, 25. Yeah. 25? Yeah. yeah. That's a weird rule. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I probably wouldn't rent you my car yeah, either, to be honest. Yeah. I Maybe mine. Mine's not that sweet. I mean, it is sweet. Yeah. I love Howdy, it. Howdy, though. <laughs> That's not my car, to be clear. That, yeah. Um, no, I love my car. It is a 2008 and yeah. rolling forever. Um, we'll put in the show notes to the podcast on our site a couple of your edits at least, so people can check those out there if they haven't seen them yet. I should ask you a guess before we go. Plans for this coming season, comp-wise filming? Do we know what's going on? Um... Free ride qualifier circuit again, and then hopefully, um, if like TGR does like a little film project series again, hopefully working with them again, and whatever comes my way. Okay. But yeah. Awesome. So, lots of skiing. <laughs> yeah. Bottom line, that. Lots of skiing. Um, cool. Thanks for the conversation. Yeah. Thank you. All right. We'll go take a look. See. <laughs> That's it for this edition of the Blister Podcast. Thanks to Tyler for the conversation. Thanks to Luke Alley for producing this episode. And thanks to you for listening. Now, please take good care out there, and we will talk to you again next week.